Today's episode comes not from Silicon Valley, but from the South American country of Peru. Population, 33 million. The capital, Lima. Top exports, copper, gold, zinc, and petroleum products. It was 2014. Carlos Andrade was 23 years old, and a routine checkup at the doctor's office revealed something Carlos had never expected. He had cancer. He had just graduated from university in his hometown of Piura, Peru, with a degree in mechanical engineering. But instead of taking a lucrative job offer and bouncing between work and nightclubs, like most his age, Carlos would bounce between, well, chemotherapy and oncology appointments. And after 10 exhausting months of treatment, Carlos, thankfully, he went into remission with an entirely new perspective on both life and health. So he, with his friend Larissa, started Manzana Verde, meaning green apple in Spanish, a healthy food delivery company that started humbly in his own backyard in the small city of Piura. And that was back in 2017, but now, four years later, well, Manzana Verde has a $10 million valuation with its most recent seed raise and is on track to deliver one million meals in 2021 between both Mexico and Peru. And Carlos, well, he sees the company becoming the biggest wellness e-commerce platform in all of Latin America. His story, it's one of fight, one of inspiration, and one of victory. I'm David Zabinski. I am Carlos Andrade. And this is not from Silicon Valley. Stories of trial and triumph from founders in emerging and frontier economies. All right, Carlos, you've listened to the podcast and you know very well the first question is always, tell me a little bit about where you're from. Yeah, uh, I, I I grew up in, in Piura. Piura is a small city in Peru with less than one million of inhabitants. All right, so a fairly small city. So what's life like in Piura? In the, in the city when... In Piura, uh, everything is closed. Uh, people have so much time for doing many, many things. You have three, hour, three hours in the middle of the day to go to your, your place, to your, to your home, have lunch, uh, maybe <laughs> sleep two hours. You know, I lived in Madrid, Spain for a few months, and I so vividly remember it being like, I don't know, 12 noon, and half the city goes out for a a caña or, or a beer, and then they go home to sleep for a few hours in the middle of the day for a siesta, and then they slowly saunter back to work at like, I don't know, three. It seems like it's also a bit of a siesta culture in Piora, yeah? Yeah, that, that, that sounds exactly like, like Piora. <laughs> All right, so growing up, did you venture out and look for a change outside of Piora for school, or you stayed there for university? Yeah, yeah, I... I I was a a a, very, a a different person a different kind of person when I was young. I I, I didn't take uh, any kind of, of risk, you know. And yeah, I I I, I decided to study in this small country in in the university of, of the uh, in this small city and in the university of this city. Uh, I sta- I de- I decided to study mechanical engineer because I was good in numbers. Mechanical engineering. All right. So what did you do with that degree? The, fi- the, 50, the first three years after 
after the university, I, I worked basically as an engineer. So yeah, my, my job was, um, was often to be in camps on construction projects, you know, building things. So yeah, that, that was my first, first three years. Uh, after that, yeah, I, I experienced a, 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 a difficult, a difficult thing. What happened? Uh, when I was 23 years, I, I, I had cancer in 2014. I, and I, I was in this process for one year. And you were how old? 23. And what kind of cancer was it? My diagnosis was uh, Hodgkin lymphoma. Uh, this is, is a, it's an specific kind of cancer that uh, I, I, I read that young people could, could have. Yeah. I mean, how does a 23 year old even come to find out he has cancer? I, I was lucky because, um, I, 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 I had a medical test for, uh, for start a new job. So, uh, yeah, in the, in 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 that test, I I I, I received this this new, and yeah, after after the, after that, uh, yeah, all my life changed. Yeah, can you talk a little bit about that, Carlos? <laughs> yeah, when when I receive uh, this new, I yeah, in, in in the first moment, I all my world, I was shocked. You know, but uh, after after uh, one or, or two months, uh, I I I read more about more about it, and yeah, you in in that moment you you only have to be strong and 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 face the the process and face the face face, face things. Yeah, I mean. I can't imagine cancer is something many 23-year-olds think they'll ever have to face. I mean, like chemotherapy, for example. I imagine you did a few courses. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have. I started with the chemotherapy uh, for six months. Uh, after that, uh, yeah, I, I, I started looking for a job. Uh, I was unemployed for six months. After that, we rest I restarted working in the same thing as a mechanical engineer for one year. But uh, for me, uh, uh, we're not we're not the same. What do you mean? Uh, uh, something changed in, in in inside of of me. Can you expound? Yeah, um, basically, uh, that experience changed my mind about the the importance of uh, eating healthy, have uh, healthy have habits. Uh, I didn't imagine me in that moment having this kind of job for the next twenty five years. So. Yeah, yeah, because I I, I returned to to the camp, <laughs> to the, to this camp. So in in these camps, you have to go uh, to a 
you, to this kind of place for 25 years working from Monday to Sunday. And after that, you are in your, in your home for uh, 15, 15 days. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a, an, a specific kind of job. So yeah, at, at that moment, I decided to return to my city and, and explore new opportunities. Right. So before being diagnosed, you're probably really happy to have this very rigorous but unhealthy lifestyle as a mechanical engineer. You're working several weeks at a time on an oil rig or something. It probably meant you'd have a lot of money. But now you realize that your health, your well-being, they were far more important, even if it meant making less money. Yeah, yeah. Even, even if, 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 if I get less money, yeah. All right, so you get back to Piotr. By which point, I imagine you're in remission? Yeah, yeah. And that was what, 2014, yeah? So 10 months later? Yeah, 10 months later, yeah. Okay, you're healthy, thankfully, and back on your feet, full of a new appreciation and new perspectives. What'd you do first? In the, in the first moment, I, 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 I wanted to take risks. Yeah, I gotta say, man, that doesn't sound like the small town, Piotr born and bred Carlos that avoided risks like the plague I had heard about a few minutes ago, right? So now you've evolved into this bold, risk-taking dude back in Piura. What happened next? I, I reconnect with Larissa, my co-founder, actually. Okay, and, and how do you know Larissa? I knew Larissa from the university, but in, in that time, I, 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 I had, in that time, I had already the experience with the cancer, that time Larissa had been fighting with overweight for 10 years. Uh, she, and, and for, for us, the problem wa, uh, was clear. And with, with this knowledge about the problem, we started Manzana Verde because we believe that there are many people with the same problem. Right. So this issue of health, you know, with you recovering from cancer and Larissa being overweight, what would be your solution to this this problem? Uh, healthy food delivery. Healthy food delivery. What would that look like? What was the first step? The first step always is only a start. <laughs> Amen. Well said. So we started with this business, and and yeah, we know uh, everything was new for us. We have our own kitchen and delivery people. Uh, we uh, we did uh, every weekend the 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 market, the supermarket. So we did the supermarket with our, our hands. I I I I remember that. All right, so hold hold up. What was the business model? I mean, you and the rest were basically buying groceries, cooking meals in your own kitchen, and then. Delivering them to customers in Piora? Yeah. Did you have customers? Yeah, yeah, because we, the problem is the, the only thing that uh, uh, doesn't change in all this time, the, the problem that we are, we are, we are solving. And that's, that's, uh, that, that I think is the, the, the right focus for a, for a founder, uh, focusing, focusing the problem. So we, we have a real problem and people with this problem. So we have uh, our first users. Okay. And technology? Were you using any? No, because 
we didn't use technology, but we are the one of the few that had sales. So how are your customers ordering their meals? They're calling you? Yeah, it's true. Uh, WhatsApp. Only the MVP of Manzana Verde only was a, 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 a WhatsApp in, uh, where Larissa where Larissa work and 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 us cooking the and we and, and us in our kitchen cooking and the, and and delivering and, and delivering the food. So what? I'd be hungry for lunch. I'd send you a message like, "Yo, Carlos, I'm I'm hungry, but I want something healthy. Can you bring me a salad?" Was it like that? Was it like ad hoc delivery, or was it more of a more consistent meal plan? In the beginning, the, the focus uh, was to 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 delivering uh, daily food, uh, regu regular food, you know, uh, to like a, a menu. Uh, 2.0, you know, and uh, that, that, that was the focus. Uh, it's not, uh, our, our focus, uh, uh, we're not about uh, deliver salads or deliver, <laughs> or the, you, you know, uh, or the, the idea that people usually have about uh, healthy food. Because for us, the was important that this solution uh, would be a solution for for the next months of years for, for, for these kind of people. It's not only a, a diet uh, that you take for only for, for, for one month because you, you need to lose, to, to, to lose uh, 10 pounds because you are, you are, you are marrying in one, in, in one month. Right. So not a crash diet to slim down for a wedding, like you said, or to look good in the bathing suit, but trying to really change someone's lifestyle. Is there a greater issue, Carlos, with obesity or malnutrition in Peru that you were hoping to solve? It's not only about Peru. I, we, I think it's only uh, a problem in Latin America, in U.S., in many, in, in many places in, in, in the world. In, in Latin America, three out of five people uh, have, uh, are, have over, are, are overweight uh, or have had problems with, with, with obesity. Wow. Yeah. 85% of these people be believe that having a healthy diet is important, but don't take action. Uh, so, yeah, th that's, th that's the problem. Basically, eating healthy and working hard, it's really difficult for people in Latin America. In Mexico, this, this number is four out of five people with, uh, with overweight. How many? Four, uh, four out of five people. All right, so quick math, yeah? One sec. So the population of Mexico is 128 million. Wow, I didn't realize how big it was. Okay, so take 80% of that. That's 102 million. So 102 million Mexicans are overweight. That's a huge addressable market for you. You were in Peru in the small city of Piora, no? I, How'd you begin to scale your kitchen outside of Piura? Uh, we took the decision to open in, in Lima and, and start Manzana Verde and restarted Manzana Verde as a, as a, as with a model based on technology. And I imagine you raised the money to do that? In the, in the beginning, not. Because uh, when we started uh, and when... 
when you start a company in that moment in Peru, in a small city, you, you don't have many options to receive money. So we need to uh, adapt yourself uh, in bootstrapping. In, and it's good because did that make you uh, make that make you think about how can I do this business without l lose money? Yeah, make make you creative. All right, so you didn't have this crazy pre-seed raise at a ridiculous valuation like everyone else in your space. I guess that forced you to be really, really lean. Yeah, yeah. It's about it's about that. In that point, we designed a business with zero capex. With zero fixed cost, uh, yeah. That we, we in that point, yeah. In that point, also we decided to don't have our own kitchens, uh, team up with local kitchens, menu restaurants, and give them all the technology to to prepare manzana verde. Ah, okay, so so that's a pivot, right? Once you got to Lima, you were no longer doing your own cooking, your own shopping. You were outsourcing it. You effectively evolved from a meal prep company to a Grubhub or an Uber Eats, but in Peru, focusing on healthy food. Yeah, focus on, on healthy food. And uh, all our dishes have uh, the exact amount of calories that people they that people need. So we have many size of, sizes of, of, of dishes and people receive this dish this, this, this kind of meals every day with an, an exact amount of calories, have variety, three options every day from a set of more than 200 dishes. So our, our users don't repeat what they eat in two months. And that's this is important. And our prices are affordable, starting at $4 per day, including delivery. Okay, so how the numbers look? Going from your own kitchen in Piura to moving to Lima and outsourcing, did the numbers go up? Yeah, we we, we started with Manzana Verde in two thousand as a startup in two thousand nineteen, opening in Lima with the current business model without kitchens. So uh, that year we grew ten x in ten months. So. Yeah, that that was a great year. Uh, uh, opening ten kitchens in, in in Lima in that year. <laughs> uh, you you need to think that the the past two years we we only have our own kitchen in in one city. So yeah, it was a huge it was a huge change, and uh, that allowed us to to raise. Uh, a pre-seed round of two thousand, no, two hundred thousand dollars from Angel Investors in Peru. Oh, okay, at at what valuation? One and a half million dollars. All right, two hundred grand. What'd you do? You improve the app? You spend it on marketing? No, we we use that money to open in Mexico. Ah, no, uh, <laughs> it's crazy because uh, because. Uh, for many, for many people, that was a, a take a risk. <laughs> but <laughs> I, we were so, 
subtrained in taking risk. And for us, with our lean business model, uh, this money uh, weren't out. It wasn't out. So Carlos, leaving this mechanical engineering job, that was a big step. And then starting your own business, a bigger one. Leaving your hometown for Lima, the capital, an even bigger one. But now, going to Mexico where the big boys play? Well, how'd it go? Yeah, we started in Mexico and two months later, the pandemic started. Ah, shit. So, yeah, we, we in that moment, uh, we had $40,000 in our bank accounts. <laughs> uh, because we in that moment we 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 were starting another another financing uh, another another round uh, of financing yeah i actually want to stop you there real quick i mean with people staying at home locked down no access to gyms or restaurants wouldn't a healthy food delivery service in 2020 do really really well yeah uh, manzana verde works like a cloud kitchen business you know, and if orders uh, go to zero, we close the kitchens. If orders uh, increase, we get more kitchens or more or, or or less kitchens. So yeah, that that was great for us. The the business model of Manzana Verde was prepared for us. We have to stop our, our operations for two months in Peru, one month in Mexico when the pandemic started. But when we restarted. We recovered our pre-sales, uh, pre-COVID sales in two months. And in the next 10 months, we grew Forex, uh, or our user base. Wow. All right. So how about now, September 2021? What are your numbers in Peru and Mexico? Now we are delivering uh, 6,000 meals per day in these two countries. We are in five cities, uh, three cities in Mexico. In, in Peru, we are in two cities, Lima and, and Piura, the city when we started. Uh, this is more about feelings. <laughs> it's not about business. <laughs> 100%, man. It's your hometown. It's where this all started. Piura is uh, 3% of our sales. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Look, I promise I will not tell Larissa or your CFO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and um, yeah, we are in, in these five cities. In, in Mexico, we are in Mexico City, Guadalajara, and Monterrey. And are, we are opening Querétaro the, the next month. All right. So 6,000 deliveries per day. What's the average price a customer pays for a meal? You said it was $4? $4 is the lower ticket. Uh, the average ticket per day is, is five, $5.5. All right, so what's monthly revenue? Our monthly revenue now is about uh, $400,000 per month. Wow, okay. And your margins? We have 20% of gross margin, and we have a positive unit economics in one city from 10 or 10, from 100 orders per city, you know? So that in the B2C food, uh, food tech industry is huge. Huge, man. I mean, to hear positive unit economics and food tech business 
in the same sentence, especially for such a new company? It's it's huge, right? I mean, you've got all these food delivery companies competing for market share in these big cities and developed markets, and I don't know, are any of them profitable? In Manzana Verde, we, we don't now we don't see Manzana Verde like a healthy food business, like a food business. We see Manzana Verde like as a the next biggest e-commerce wellness in Latin America. Right. That was my next question. I mean, do you have plans to expand in other spaces within the wellness sector? Yeah. The, the, the thesis about Manzana Verde is about, uh, is about to build the, this, this, this e-commerce wellness, uh, this uh, healthy rapi for Latin America. And that's the reason because VCs uh, uh, put, put their money in us. In, in the last in the last round. All right, my man. Look, I'm a fish underwater. You're the fisherman. You cast your rod and I took the bait. What'd you raise in your seed round? We we just raised one and a half million dollars at ten million dollars valuation. Dude, you're a stud. That's unbelievable. So these VCs, they're from four four VCs in US. One of these VCs is is, is FJ Labs that uh, invest in rapping in the past, uh, one VC in Argentina and, and one of the two VCs that there are, that are now in Peru. Man, from beating cancer at 23 to raising millions from US VCs for a Latin American business at 29. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in, the, in the first, in, in, when I uh, took this decision in the first moment. My parents <laughs> were so worried about, uh, about the future because uh, I, 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 I was leaving my, my career, but uh, uh, now it's, uh, yeah, it, it's only about taking risk. Carlos, what's next? In the next year, the, the focus is growing Mexico. Uh, make Mexico our biggest market. Now Mexico is 30% of our sales. 30%? Sí, 30%. Yeah, so still lots of room to grow. Yeah, the focus is Mexico. The focus is to launch the uh, launch our first marketplace in one of our main cities, uh, align, uh, align it to our, our vision and uh, give more value in the platform, nutritional value. Uh, we we need to uh, teach these people about nutrition, about care themselves. So yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a huge challenge. Yeah, let's talk about that. So let's assume I'm in Mexico City. I'm in Lima. No, actually, I'm in Piura. Okay, I'm a Manzana Verde user. What does my experience look like from a user perspective? In Manzana Verde, you pay for twenty orders in advance. From only lunch, we have package uh, from uh, of orders from only lunch, twenty orders of only lunch to per, four meals per day, lunch, dinner, and two snacks. You uh, pay for these for these orders, and you you can order uh, when you want. Right. So prepay and then receive the food. I guess whenever I'm hungry, whenever I feel like a healthy meal. It's pretty flexible. Why is that? You have this kind of flexibility because we know our users. We know that 
people maybe uh, one or two two times per week and needs to eat something else. Okay, and at around five, five and a half bucks per meal, how does that compare to other restaurants outside of the Manzana Verde platform if I wanted to order lunch in Mexico or Peru? Are you guys more expensive? Less expensive? Yeah, 30% less. How much? 30%. 30%. So despite being a premium product, a health product, a wellness product, you're actually less costly for the consumer than the less healthy alternative. Yeah. And this comes down to your OPEX being so low, right? And no debt on your CapEx you've got to pay back. Yeah. And the business is is is, is, is lean. As, as, I, as I say, everyone wins because these, these users receive affordable meals every day, saving time. Kitchens, uh, uh, kitchens uh, generate recurring revenue every month because in not productive hours, because 95% of these kitchens don't sell anything uh, in, in, in the morning. So, yeah, in the morning work three or four hours for, for us and, and generate recurring revenue. This revenue increase their monthly revenue in, in, the, in 80% or so, yeah, it, it's huge. And delivery people work for us two hours in the morning, only two hours delivering between 10 and 15 orders. And after that, they can continue working for on-demand delivery apps. Yeah, I had a question about your drivers. So in the first episode of Not From Silicon Valley, I interviewed Erickson Vezi from Tapuka, which is that food delivery platform in Angola. And his drivers make up to four times more than they would if they were independent moto taxi drivers. So how's it for your drivers in Peru and Mexico? Yeah, they, uh, they usually work for on-demand apps like Rappi, like Uber Eats, uh, Globo, but in the morning before the the yeah before the the, the main hour with these delivery apps, uh, they work for us doing an, uh, a specific delivery route, uh, generating recurring revenue in in only two hours, extra recurring revenue in only two hours per day. So this is the value for 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 them. Yeah, man. All right, so. With this win-win-win-win model you've built, you, your investors, your restaurant partners, your drivers, your customers, how many meals do you think you'll deliver this year? One million of orders. One million orders this year. And you're on track, man, aren't you? Yeah. Incredible. Carlos, what a story. That was Carlos Andrade from Manzana Verde on Not From Silicon Valley. Stay tuned for the next episode. And if you're a fan of the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with friends. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.